Football Podcast. OK, Nima, let's start off then with Rasmus Hoyland, who is set to join Manchester United for 85 million euros, <laughs> um, 75 million fixed fee, then 10 million in add-ons. The deal is done. It's going to be become official in the next day or two. A uh, five-year contract plus one year for Hoyland uh, at United. And the first thing that comes to mind here, Nima, is Atalanta. They really are the best team in the world when it comes to, to selling players and, and making profits on players, aren't they? It's not even close. Um, I tweeted that out and people were talking, oh, what about Porto? What about Benfica? What about Borussia Dortmund? Borussia Dortmund sold Jude Bellingham and Erling Haaland. Atalanta have sold Frank Jesse, Gagliardini and Rasmus Hoylund. Like, what are we even talking about? It's not even a discussion. I mean, the list that we've got here, we have to re-go through it because I think that just ends that debate. Rasmus Hoyland, they paid 17 million euros for him, sold him for 85 and a deal worth 85. Romero paid 16, sold for 55. Amadiallo, zero, sold for 41. Kulusevski, 100,000 euros, sold for 35. Bastoni, zero, sold for... Um, uh, sold for 31 million. Brian Cristante paid nine and a half, sold for 30. Kessie, zero, sold for 28. Caldara paid zero, sold for 25. Gossens paid one, sold for 25. Castagne paid six and a half, sold for 24. Andrea Conti, zero, sold for 24. Gagliardini, zero, sold for 22. Musa Barrow paid zero, sold for 13. I mean, it's not even a contest. Enzo Fernandez is a world-class player. Jude Bellingham is a world-class player. Um, Erling Haaland is a world-class player. Okay, they 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 screwed Liverpool, Benfica for Darwin Nunez, but I mean these clubs are these clubs single... don't, don't do amazing business. They're amazing selling clubs as well. Porto, Benfica, uh, yes, they Dortmund. are, but they the sell quality. Is you've got to look no, no, at the si- but I'm saying you've if got you to compare look at the, size, the quality. Yeah, but you've also got to look at the size of the clubs. I mean, pound for pound, yeah. there's no debate. Pound for pound, Atalanta are a provincial club. These other clubs are yeah. are big clubs. I mean, Porto and Benfica, they're, they're historic too, clubs. Yeah. They won Champions League. Yeah. In, you yeah. know between them in the yeah. in the in the past but what i'm saying is what i'm saying is even if you look at the quality there's really only one or two maybe three actual world class players on that list i read up yeah this this but i mean this but but the others like you said they're bigger clubs so they obviously attract bigger mm. talent but i mean it's it's not it, no matter how the how how that's the what's amazing is, about it nima because if you take Rasmus Hoyland, and that, and that we we we've been singing his praises he was my pick Breakout star of the season. Like we know, he's an amazing talent, and he looks like he's going to have a he's going to have a great career. Um, but the the point of the matter is this: he started twenty games for Atalanta last season. He scored ten goals in all competitions. Uh, okay, most of that was in twenty twenty three. That's when he exploded this calendar year for club and for for countries. He's got a lot of goals for for Denmark as well. There's no doubt in the talent. But when you look at that, he started twenty games for Atalanta, scored ten goals, and they've managed to quintuple their investment on him in le- in 11 months i mean it's just it's just insane and, and that just follows the pattern of those players that you you've read out like Ahmad diallo that you they sold to united for 41 million yeah who i spoke about like, last he, week he played just four senior games <laughs> before they sold him for a fortune and then they were all substitute appearances kulosevsky he he'd, he'd only played three games for atalanta yeah, for Atalanta, but let's be honest, he had a fantastic season at Parma before he went to Juve in January. So or six months there. So it's still, but but, but but it's a different thing. My point is simply, no matter how you what metric you use, no matter how what parameter it is, that list that I read up since January 2017, 
That makes Atalanta by far, pound for pound overall, they are the best club in terms of selling players and for selling players and turning a profit. Three hundred and ninety. Not just selling, but discovering players, scouting players. Yeah then developing them because you've got to develop them as yeah. well also the youth system yeah. a lot of these players came through yeah. the youth system they've been with them Absolutely. since they were a very young age they weren't just signed at 18 you know they didn't do what yeah. like what a lot of the Portuguese clubs do in which they sign players from South America also the other thing to, to mention about Porto and Benfica is a lot of those players are have third party ownership and they when they, when yeah. when, it, when you put it on paper oh, they, they bought this player for X amount and they sold him for 100 million well actually they've got third party ownership who own about sometimes up to 50% of their contract and actually not much of it is going to Porto and Benfica. So that you need to to take into account as well. But yeah, I mean, Atalanta, just the the way that the the club operates for such a small club. But I mean, I I just, just to build on um, on that as well, like for me, again, the quality of the players, Cricuti Romero, Bastoni, those are the only ones that I would say are are world-class or world-class adjacent. I mean, the rest of them, I'm sorry, None of them are. They're good players, many of them. Mm. Some of them atrocious Hoyland players. And some Hoyland of them, the could, jury's still out on that. But that's what I was going to yeah. say. That's what I was going to say. Hoyland is a player who I think, and I do sing his praises just like you did, because we think we both think he's a great talent. But again, we're talking about a player who had six good months, if even that, in the Serie A. And they flogged him for a deal worth almost 90 million euros. Mm. That is insane. It is insane. Absolutely, and, it is, it's, and, that, and that list that you read out, like you said, there hasn't been that many success stories on those. I mean, a lot of these, some of these players have been huge, huge flops. Caldara, massive flop. Um, Andrea Conte, Conte, massive Conti. flop. Gagliardini, <laughs> Kulusevski, massive flop at Juventus. Then they then sold him on to Tottenham. Yeah. Ahmed Diallo, so far, massive flop at United. He's been loaned out to to the Scottish League and to the Championship so far. You know, he did well last season in the Championship, but you know. Let's see if he can do it at this level. Um, you know, so there hasn't been... Kessier struggled at first, then he came good. Cristante has been good, but, I mean, he's not been 30 million worth. Uh, Gosens has been... Well, he struggled in the first oh. year. I mean, did better in the last months, hasn't he? But Still been a but, flop. But, Still been yeah, a flop. Let's be honest. Let's not, let's not beat around the bush here. Bastoni and Cuti Romero are the only ones to date today. Mm. With the and I don't think Cuti Romero has been, has been a sensational either. I mean, he's been good. He's been good, but he hasn't been. I mean, he's good, been better for Argentina. No, but than what he has I'm for saying Tottenham. is, yeah, absolutely. But but that, I mean, Tottenham's problems are are well documented and more related to Tottenham the, more the than anything else. The history of the Tottenham. But the history of the Tottenham, as a certain poet from uh, from Italy said. Um, look, but today, thirty uh, first of July, twenty twenty three. When when we're going through this, Gianluca Mancini, another guy named on the list that's not on the list. That's the level of the players that they've done, that they that they sold that. Except for Bastoni and Cuti Romero, there's not really been a single player mm. who I think, I look at, wow, I'm sorry. And I'm not saying that Asmus Holand couldn't be that guy. Mm. Of course he can. But, but that's he, part has of the he skill, done anything? That's, though, isn't it? that's part of the skill and yeah. of, of just how good they are. But also the other thing and uh, is, and we've said this before, you know, when you have a system coach like Gasparini, yeah. um, you know, sometimes players can look better than they are in the system. And then once they come out of the Amen. system, they struggle to adapt elsewhere. And that I think that's definitely been the case with, with, a, with a lot of these players. Um, I don't think it's going to be the case with Hoyland over the long term, uh, maybe at the start, because, you know, he's done really well for Denmark as well. Uh, I mean, look at the, look how well he's been playing for Denmark this, this season. It's not just like, 
you know, th- th- he's a big talent. There's no doubt about it. But that is just a Absolutely. word of caution. That is a word of caution that when it comes to buying players from Atalanta, you know, they seem to struggle when they're outside of the, the Gasparini system. Uh, so yeah. that's something, that's a reason I mean, why these players have is... sold for, so big, for such big money. Yeah. I mean, a profit in six years, well, six and a half, because this is from January 1st, 2017. Six and a half years of profit of almost 400 million euros. That is mental. That is just, wow. I mean, it's it's just... And, and again, look at the quality of the players. Look at the size of the club. It's a tiny provincial club in northern Italy. I mean, it's mm. just... Nah, it's, you got to... And they have the, sal- the salary no... bill of a championship club. You know, so... <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, that, that just shows you how to qualify for three Champions Leagues in a row um, and really fight for the Champions League last season as well. I mean, it just shows how yeah. well, how incredibly well run the club has been and, yeah. and why we say, you know, pound for pound, they are the best run club because what they're doing, that they should be a, you know, a bottom half Serie A team. Yeah. Not, not yeah. a team well, that's, that's def- fighting for the Champions League every yeah. season. So I think financially in terms of player trading and, and in terms of, how you run a club when you don't have the revenue streams of the EPL or a state backing you up, they are the best run club yeah. from that aspect in the world. There is no one else who comes close. Yeah. Not if you not when you take every parameter parameter into consideration. Absolutely. Absolutely.